Welcome to Pop Culture Ketchup. We make the good stuff better. Join us every week as we discuss movies, TV, and all the other things that make up the pop culture you care about. On this week's episode, we will be discussing controversy at the Met Gala, how you can prepare for the upcoming royal wedding, followed by a rousing discussion about Avengers Infinity War, where we share our spoilers and our thoughts about the movie. Stay tuned. How's it going? Oh, you know, good. Yeah? Did you have a good week? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, school was good. Um, you know, I made friends. Got beat up at lunch, but, you know, going good. Going oh, good. man. Why didn't you call me? Could have come saved you. I don't know. I'm just... I, I was at work. You probably couldn't have come and helped anyway. So, anyway. Did you watch the Met Gala? I did not. Have you? No, I didn't because we don't have television because we're millennials and we only believe in streaming services, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's about. That's but but I do follow it on uh, you know Instagram and social media and that kind of thing. So, do you have do you know what the Met Gala is? Yeah, yeah, I'm, a, I'm familiar with it to an extent. It's a fundraising event for. I don't remember the organization, but it's a fundraising event. Yeah, it's for charity. the it's for the uh, Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York City. Okay. In the invitation, they present a theme to the guests um, that reflects the theme of the exhibit that's going to be going on that year. Mm-hmm. And so this year, the theme was Heavenly Bodies, Fashion, and the Catholic Imagination. So if you can imagine, there is a few... There's some interesting um, attire, I guess you could say. So Yeah, the one I heard the most talk about was Zendaya's, the chainmail one. Oh, yeah. Hers is awesome. What did you think of that? Or what did you see about it? Um, yeah, so I was just seeing some talk about it on Twitter. And uh, I guess, like, you know, like how it was made and or, like, what, like, video game it would be in or things of that nature. Other people talking about, like, how she needs to get a shield like Captain America now. Uh, but yeah, I don't know, just a lot of talk about it. it kind of just got a lot of attention just since it was a little bit different from some of the other costumes I was seeing that were still with a the theme, but didn't have like some of the texture or some of the flair that her costume had or as well as some of the other um, outfits are more out there while others were a little bit more reserved. Right, right. Yeah, I know there was a little bit of controversy just because the theme, you know, had to do with catholic imagination and so right so it could just lead into kind of a yeah some people sensitive subject yeah some people felt like it was making fun of religion a little bit you know with these very elaborate uh costumes with crosses on them or right. i, I can't i, th- I think pope? it was rihanna that was wearing yeah. like a big pope hat you know and some people were offended by that and and then there was scarlett johansson whose costume was pretty Bland. It was like this purple one-shoulder dress. It was really pretty, but I know there was some controversy about that because I think it was Harvey Weinstein's ex-wife's line or something like right. that, like so, clothing line. And so people were a little upset that she. It was kind of like she was supporting that. I, I don't. So why? So what? Maybe right, I need so to do I, some more research on that. I don't understand that too much. So why? Why? Uh, why would that be controversial if it? Because I mean I. I understand Harvey Weinstein and with the Me Too movement, and he's done some horrible things, and it's being brought to light. So I understand 
I understand that and why there's like if it was like supporting him, but it was his ex-wife's line. So I don't know. I'm just not sure how that's showing support for Harvey Weinstein. Right, right. Yeah, no. And so the dress was definitely created by his wife or his wife, his wife, his wife's line. Mm-hmm. I don't know why people were upset about it. I just know that she, uh, that she wanted to support um, women and, and I think that was kind of her, her choice to do that and, and really to not go with the theme at all of the Met Gala. So, but anyway, um, I think it's kind of a fun event for celebrities and, you know, Kim Kardashian and the whole crew were there. Well, I mean, uh, Kylie and Kendall and Chris were there and they look fabulous like always. So, yeah, I don't know. I kind of just see it as a opportunity for all of these celebrities to basically cosplay. At least, at least this year. I don't know about previous years. I haven't seen I don't know if you can, I don't, previous years. But. I feel like you can't really uh, use Kim Kardashian cosplay in the same sentence. I think they would be... I don't, I don't know. What, what was her outfit? Um, it was nothing really that special. I don't know. I just I see some of the, the outfits like that Beyonce had or like Zendaya's that we talked about as well. I don't know. Some of these more outlandish ones that... I, I don't know. I kind of just I don't like, think Beyonce was there this year. Oh, sorry. I mean Rihanna. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They're the same in my head. Yeah. I know they're different, but they're the same <laughs> in my head. Um, but I don't know. I just like see some of these more outlandish costumes and I kind of just see it as like their opportunity to cosplay. And, you know, I'm not sure if they would appreciate that word either, but <laughs> I'm just kind of saying how I see it. And that's what it looks like to me. Just, right. That's the expensive version of it. Right. Right. Very expensive version. But who knows many people cosplaying, they probably spend a lot of money too. Oh, yeah. No, we've... Yeah, no, we've seen some really good cosplay costumes ourselves. We uh, we went to a cosplay show one time, and I don't know some of, the, some of the stuff there was pretty amazing. The craftsmanship and stuff, and I'm sure they I'm sure they're expensive, but I doubt they're as expensive as some of those are. Just because most of the things worn there weren't ha- I, I doubt any of the things that were handmade, you know, and mm-hmm. it was all made by by a very high profile designer. So just with that name comes a lot bigger price than what it was probably. For a typical cosplay. Right, right. But I'll still call it cosplay. They were cosplaying. <laughs> okay. So we also wanted to talk about the upcoming royal wedding that is yes. happening. And it's going to be happening uh, this coming Saturday on May 19th. And uh, if you are going to be watching, you should let us know. I haven't decided if I am going to watch this because... Oh, we're, we're going to do it. We're going to stay up. Really? What is it, 2 a.m.? That was our time no, zone? No. Yes, 2 a.m. Mountain Time. Yeah, uh-huh. What day of the week was that? It's on It's on a Saturday. Oh, you or, see? Well, actually, technically... That's a good day. Well, technically, no, it's Friday night, right? Oh, okay. So... Yeah, yeah, no, it's... So it's like between Friday and Sunday, Saturday? Because they're getting married Saturday the 19th at noon, London time. And, uh, yeah, so I'd push it back to Friday, our time. Like, it would be kind of the, between Friday and Saturday evening, our time, I believe. Yeah, so it would be Saturday at 2 a.m. our time. Yeah, but I was just thinking about it, and I can't believe that William and Kate, they were married seven years ago. They just had their seven-year anniversary. Yeah. Do you remember Do you remember where you were? Yep, I was at home, and I remember watching it. But, I, I mean, I, I didn't stay up. I, I watched it again when it was on. Uh, yeah you know, TV and everything, but, uh, but I just yeah. remember it lasted forever. I was, uh, yeah. when that came on, I was, I was working night shift at this random factory and in between my breaks, I'd go in there and that's what I was playing on TV. And I just, it, it felt like I, I took a break and then 
like two or three hours later, I had to have my lunch break and I came back out and it felt like it was still the same thing. <laughs> yeah, like, it probably it was. was. Just, when I started, they were in the church and people were walking in and I got back and it was still in the church and I don't know, it just, it didn't seem like anything had started yet. There's now people singing and I don't know, there's just a whole bunch of fanfare and ceremonies that I guess are just unfamiliar to us, but yeah, it's really long. It's amazing to me really though how far the royal family has come because... Meghan Markle, who is who Prince Harry mm-hmm. is marrying, she is divorced, she is half black, and she's American. Which I one mean, would you say is the most it, shocking? The, I don't know. That she's American, probably? I mean, that's what I would say. Yeah, I mean, because if you think back, like, Prince Charles, who is Harry and William's father, so he wanted to marry Camilla Parker Bowles. But he couldn't marry her because she wasn't a virgin. And now, and so that's why he married Princess Diana, who was like 12 years younger than him. And we all know how that ended. It was not, it was not good. And, you know, now we move on like, you know, 30 years. Right. And and now his son's marrying Megan. Yeah. I don't know. Would you say a lot of this difference in policy is because of Princess Diana? Yeah, I, I think so. You know, there was a lot of things Princess Diana did that weren't weren't a thing before. Mm-hmm. You know, like, she gave birth in a hospital. Yeah, a public hospital instead of... Instead in of... Own. Yeah, instead of at, at home. And... Uh, and, and they went to a public school, too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, right? well, I think it was still a private school, but they didn't... They went to an outside school. Yeah, Harry and, and William instead of... Yeah, and... and uh, and, you know, and since then, you know, Kate has given birth in the same hospital that William and Harry were born in and that kind oh, of thing. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and... And uh, and I imagine this time there isn't... Because I didn't hear any really talk about it as far as, like, negative or anything, or even positive, so it, it, it kind of just... She really did change a lot of things where she she really did things the way she wanted to. I mean, even, even breastfeeding, like, uh, apparently before... Yeah, I remember but, you telling me about Yeah, that. before Princess Diana, they had wet nurses that would breastfeed their children. She was not for that, and so she breastfed her own kids. And, and you know, things like that are just interesting, you know, like some, some of the rules. But mm-hmm. I think it's really amazing how far the royal family yeah. has come. And that. Do you think this wedding to Megan is going to, like, is there future changes you could see? Like, that this wedding causing as far as even more openness to, or changes in policies I, or things? I don't really know what what it could be. I mean, they he's marrying a half black American that's divorced. I mean, that's that's some pretty that they've come pretty far. So I I don't know what what it could be, but uh, I think they're moving in the right direction. So I think it says a lot about about them and and kind of how I don't know, more lax that they become and and stuff like that. So. I guess we should probably move on to what we're going to be talking about this episode, which is Avengers Infinity War. Do you want to start out with some thoughts? Yeah, so this is a movie, as as you would be expected to say, that we were both really excited to see. I remember when we were setting our yearly goals, uh, some of the goals we set, uh, one of the goals we set was to watch Avengers Infinity War's opening night. Yeah, and you know, did. that was next to some other really important things in our life, but that had to make it on the list, so. You know, like starting a family, saving money better, you know, and then top of the list, so yeah, Avengers <laughs> Infinity Wars. 
but yeah, no, and it, it did really, and it's been doing really good as well as, uh, as far as critic reviews and especially in like how it's been doing in the box office. Critic reviews, you know, what was it, about 84? Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it an 84%. Right. And so... And, and Rotten Tomatoes is a review aggregate, so don't ever get mad at Rotten Tomatoes because it's just compiling all the reviews into one place, so... Mm, are you referencing the DC... <laughs> fan right that took place after yeah there was a bunch of fans versus superman i think yeah there's a bunch of fans that got or maybe it was no i think it was suicide squad but there's a bunch of fans getting mad about to at rotten tomatoes because uh they felt like rotten tomatoes was biased against dc and marvel movies and they always rated the dc movies terribly but then they realized well then we read about it and rotten tomatoes is just compiles all the reviews into yeah, one place. And we could have a whole discussion of what <laughs> we could have a whole discussion at some other episode, maybe about our thoughts for DC and what Warner Brothers and DC could do to kind of get that in the right direction. But yeah, but I don't know. That's a whole other episode right there. But but no. But so this movie's been doing really good. Critic reviews maybe a little bit lower than some people were expe- were hoping for or expecting, yeah. especially after Black Panther came out and got the 98% of Rotten Tomatoes. Only the 96. 96, but, okay, yeah. But still. And really culturally important and relevant to things going on, and I think it kind of set the expectation really high for Infinity Wars, and it didn't quite reach that, but still really good. Box office, and it's just been crushing it. It, it broke records in basically every, every region that it's aired in for opening weekend numbers, and actually... Just as of today, it uh, is now the second fastest movie to reach half a million dollar or half a billion dollars in sales. Uh, the number one being Force Awakens. So you know, so it's doing really good. Yeah. So did you like the movie? Oh, I loved it. Yeah. What did you love about it? I'm. I was impressed by this movie as I was impressed with Civil War, which was also done by the Rosso brothers. If the way that they're able to take this large cast of characters and tell a story having such a large cast of characters while having all of the big favorite all the fan favorites still feel like they're the main character or a major character and none of them being overshadowed mm-hmm. and then there's like some minor characters you could say that are overshadowed and if that's your favorite you know like if mantis is your favorite well i mean she's overshadowed in guardians of the galaxy already anyway i mean you know but major characters they all they all had a pretty equal role and i'm just really impressed by that and it requires a lot of like leaning on previous experience from other movies and stuff like that and keeping up with it, which I know some people were really annoyed by that I couldn't, you can't just sit down and watch this movie and understand what's going on. But I feel like that's never been, they, they never sold the message of you can watch this without having any idea about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, yeah. It's, the whole point has been this is the culmination of everything. Everything has been building up to this, much in the same way as the comics do when they have a big team up or big event um in the comics you without understanding of all the comics leading up to it you don't you have a lesser understanding so i'm not bothered by that at all but right. I, I know a lot of people were and for those listening we there will be spoilers so if you haven't seen the movie yet make sure to go see it and then come back and uh, listen to this i'm actually surprised we haven't i don't think i yeah i don't think we've said any spoilers yet unless not, you take mantis not being the main character <laughs> i guess that's a spoiler but that's not a spoiler i think i think everyone knew I that mean, people probably could assume she wasn't but still you know <laughs> I, I don't also it's been it's been two weeks now so I feel pretty safe yeah I'm pretty if you discussion. haven't seen it by now then you're not a real fan so that's well, all I have to say that's, that's not nice but if, <laughs> you know there could be extenuating circumstances yeah I don't think so they're not a true fan <laughs> okay <laughs> um anyway 
Um, yeah, only true fans see things opening night and then, like, they see it again the next day. Come on! Yeah, but so I guess, yeah, so that was our opening statement on my thoughts. Really impressed how they brought in the cast and everything and had everyone feel involved. What, what are, what's your kind of opening thoughts? Well, I'll start out by saying that I don't, I am, I'm not, a, I'm not familiar with the comics at all. So, you know, my only knowledge is, is on what happens in the movies. What happens in the movies and, you know, the movies that I've seen. And I will say that I'm one of those people that, like, you know, I'm pretty sure I've seen Captain America, like the first one, and I'm pretty sure I've seen the, the first two Thor movies. But I could, I can't remember anything. Uh, I keep telling you, you need to watch. I, you I need to watch Winter Soldier. It's and I, I can't remember anything that's happened in those. But and even Iron Man, like the second one, I don't remember what happens in that at all. Yeah. There was so, a Russian man with electric whips. Was that the one with the Chinese or the terrorist guy? No, that was the third one. Oh, okay. Do you I was like, about? I was like, well, they there was terrorists in all of them, but yeah, no. I, yeah, and there's like a little boy. That's that's Iron Man three. That's Iron Man three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, I'm kind of in the dark when it comes to uh, comic books and and different characters and stuff. And and you know, like when at the end of the movie they introduce or they call what is Captain it Captain Marvel. Marvel? Yeah. Yeah, and see, I I don't I don't know what that means or anything, and so um, stuff like that I don't really like understand, but. But I have seen Black Panther, I have seen Thor Ragnarok, and I've seen Spider-Man, and, and all of those movies, and, and I know the characters and have, I feel like, developed a relationship enough with the characters that this movie made sense to me, and I really, really did like it a lot. And like you said as well, I, I really liked the dynamic um, that they had with uh, with balancing out the yeah. large cast. So. Who, was your, who was your favorite team-up? Because, you know, mm. they had a lot of team-ups of... Different, yeah, uh, different universes, different movies. Um, I liked the Thor, uh, Star Lord mm-hmm. dynamic. That was kind of fun. And then, and then they, what did they do? They took Thor and uh, Rocket, Raccoon. Rocket Raccoon, yeah, and they uh, sent them off together. I thought that was fun. So that's probably my favorite. What, do, what about you? That was one of the more like longer lasting kind of duos, and that was fun, but. I will say the I, I really enjoyed the short little bit of banter that was between Peter Parker and Star Lord. Oh yeah, that was fun. Yeah, no, when they were like talking when I was like, is Happy Feet still the greatest movie of all time? <laughs> wait, Happy Feet is that the movie? Wait, no, 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 wait, not Happy what movie? Feet. Oh no, the eighties movie about dancing. These these. Oh, like, Dirty Dancing. No, 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 no. no, no. Oh, kids... oh, oh, you're talking. Oh, Footloose. <laughs> Footloose, Happy Feet. I think... Happy Feet. That's the so same plot, right? Sweetie, that's, that's the same plot. Just one's in Antarctica and with penguins. Same plot. No, no, but uh, Footloose. No. No, and he was asking, was like, you know, just like, is Footloose still the greatest movie of all time? And then Peter Parker said, it, n- it never was. What do you... And then... <laughs> Which is true. And the remake was horrible. Just saying. Ugh. I don't know, but... Th- so, I really enjoyed, I think, the Thor, Rock, Raccoon dynamic the most as well, but then... There was a couple of just like one-liners between other characters. I was like that. That was really fun to see. I liked the Tony Stark and uh, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange uh, mm-hmm. mashup. That was fun. Yeah, they they had some good banter as well. So so what was, what was something that surprised you the most about this movie? Loki dying in the first scene. Yes. Oh my gosh, that was crazy. For me, that that was the biggest surprise. I we went into it expecting, and we were just talking like naive now i feel like who's the one person that's going to die yeah right 
and expecting that this was going to be like a big cinematic build-up leading up to the final to that one person who dies and it was going to be towards the end of the movie or something like that and then yeah so for me that was the biggest surprise like there was other surprising things like i wasn't sure if thanos was going to get all the stones in this movie or right the fight in wakanda like that was cool and not necessarily expected at the get-go but yeah loki dying yeah well and i think i think with both of us i think we knew when he died in the first five minutes that that we were in it for the long haul that we were right we were not mentally prepared for this movie (laughs) like do you feel that way like yeah it it, it was the movie's way of letting us know that a lot of people are going to be dying well and that they meant business too you know they meant business and also big characters are going to die because loki's been in there has been in there ever since Early on with Thor 1. Right, right. And I liked Loki, too. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of people loved him. He's he's a, He was a really interesting character. Kind of... He's just the bad... The villain that has turned good, but yet he's kind of not... He, you know, you never know what he's up to. Yeah. But he's... It's it's a fun trope that's been used in... That's used as storytelling, and, and Loki was doing a really well, good job of it. Right, right. And I still can't get over the fact that Tom Hiddleston and Taylor Swift dated for like five minutes but hiddle swift forever but then Yay. also like <laughs> how random is that though well, i'm just thinking more like tom hiddleston so he had to go to all the celebrity tours oh yeah the, the press tours. the press tour yeah, yeah. The press tours. and then he just just for everyone oh, because man. people knew he was going to be in the movie but we didn't know he was going to die in the first scene and so if he wasn't at anything it would make people suspicious and then he right. had to go to everything just for being in the first five minutes i know just so no one would get suspicious yeah crazy uh, so, okay, so what was something that you didn't That like? I didn't like? Yeah. Okay, my first reaction is I loved everything. <laughs> what was yours? Give me, give me some time to think about this. Well, okay, was Thanos a little bit... Uh, I don't know what the word is. Are you feeling like flat, maybe? Like, I've heard a lot of people just share share sentiments that he felt kind of flat to them. Is that kind of what you're getting well, at? Well, flat, and I also felt like his character was, like, full CGI, you know? Right. Which made him seem, like, less real to me. So maybe that, yeah, that's part of it. But, yeah, I feel like his character was a little bit flat. And, and I didn't really understand... I mean, I kind of understood the Gamora daddy complex mm-hmm. thing going on. But I think I wanted more with that. It just didn't seem complete or all the way there maybe something like that i don't know what do you think were you satisfied with with the villain like the evil of the movie yeah i was satisfied with that and for me i thought his motivations and things like that were very interesting um different from how it was in the comics though um and I'll, I, I'll get to that what it was in the comics in just a second but but you know in the movie his motivation was he wanted to try to bring order i guess you could say order or maybe a promise of life living the long call in the universe. Mm-hmm. And he felt like the best way of to kind of ensure life will exist is by getting rid of half of life. So that way the other half can live in a paradise with an excess of resources instead of not enough resources and everyone killing each other. So, you know, he, you feel like he, uh, he had good motives behind what he was doing. I thought, I feel like he had well thought out. I mean, I hesitate to say good just because right. I'm not sure if, by good. I mean, like, I don't think that was a good thing. You know, like genocide. <laughs> right. Right. You know? No, but as, but I think it was well thought out, mm-hmm. and I could understand why he was doing some such a thing. 
to maybe kind of like bring in a little bit of like a little bit more of a nerdy kind of reference or metaphor here, you know, for anyone who's familiar with the role playing systems and alignments and stuff like that, I I feel like he would, he would be evil, lawful evil. Mm. I I can see that. Yeah. But I I don't feel like I got that in the movie though. Maybe a little bit, but, but I didn't come out thinking like that was his motive, I guess. Like I I wanted more. I suppose. You didn't like, I mean, they had a couple scenes explaining that. Like when when they were on the planet. Was it Titan? Is that the planet? I think that was the name of the planet that they had. That was his home world where they had the big fight. And right, right. He was talking about, and he went through how this was once a lush green planet, but then, and he made the suggestion, you know, to take out half to, yeah, to have that right, lottery where right. ha- where people are selected randomly and killed, and they were like, no, no, no. Cause yeah, okay. Awful. I need to see it again. Nobody remember that now. Yeah, I yeah. Don't know, but I think it was interesting how they handled it in the movie, apart from the comics. And because in the comics, Thanos does a similar thing. He gathers all the Infinity Stones and he snaps his finger and half of everyone dies. But his motivation was entirely different. In the comics, he was in love with death. Um, And he wanted to impress death. And to impress her, he gathered all the Infinity Stones. Wait, is death a person? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, death death is a character in the Marvel comics. And Thanos wanted to impress death, and so to impress him, he gathered all the stones so he'd have the power to destroy all half of life in the universe to, yeah, just to get her attention and kind of try to win her over. Which is an interesting motivation and had its own buildup and various interesting things, but in a lot of ways I kind of, I don't know, I think I like his motivation and the, the take they had for it this time more. Mm, yeah. I don't know. To me, it just it feels like more. Of I a, like what they did in the movie compared to that. What you just said. I don't know. To me, it feels more of more of a thought out, kind of mature reason. If that, if that if I can use that word, but to do so instead of, he did it out of love or he did it out of a desire to get her attention. I don't know. To me, that just seems less of a substantial reason to be willing to go through all this trouble. Right. Where this was like he watched his home world die because they he feels like they weren't willing to do what it took. Right. Right. And it kind of like changed him from you know as you can see from the court and from then on his he, all of his actions were and how he, t- he went about everything was different right i don't know i just feel like it's more substantial so at the end of the movie spoiler so thanos does get all of the infinity stones uh, and if thor just went for the head as i was oh my gosh uh, well and you know, so many, remember uh, when, just vi- when uh vision uh when she killed vision Right? Yeah, Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch, yeah. Mm -hmm. Pulled out the stone and broke it. Right, right. And then we're all thinking, oh, they did it, right? Yeah, for about half a second, we had a sigh of relief until... And then he has the time stone, Uh, though. Yeah, and then we we all heard, oh, this doesn't even matter. No, it doesn't. And so, you know, we all thought, oh, they won, (laughs) right? And uh, Thor comes because he had just built... The god God killer. Yeah, the god killer. What, What does he say? Should have gone for the head. Yeah, so Thor comes in, he t- he slashes him and he gets him str- like yeah straight through the heart. So like Thanos is going to die, but it's not instant, and so Thanos is able to then snap his fingers and right before he does, he says should have gone for the head. Yep. So then what proceeds to happen is we see half of the Avengers essentially disappear, right? And, and, they, and they don't. Okay, and I guess if you haven't seen the movie and you're just listening to this. They don't necessarily die. They they like dissolve. It's like they turn it's into. It's up par- for speculation, and we're both pretty sure they're not dead. Well, but. I mean, but as far as like them getting killed, they're not like they're they're like disintegrating. Right? Yeah, no, that that's I mean, more what I'm meaning. Yeah. So so we've read a few articles and have been speculating that 
that they're not actually dead. And so, who do you remember that disintegrated? Let's see. Spider-Man. Black Panther. Wait, right? Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Bucky. Bucky. Rocket Raccoon. Rocket Raccoon. Oh, I think all the Guardians Mantis, of the Galaxy. Mantis, I think. Mantis. Peter, yeah, Peter I'm Quill. Sure. All the Guardians of the Galaxy except for... Uh, Root. I don't think... I think Root stayed. And what's the sister's name? His... The Gamora sister. Cause, oh, right. Cause yeah. Because remember... Uh, yeah, she's still there. She... It's her and uh, Tony Stark. Remember? That are the only ones left mm-hmm. on that little... I don't think Groot is left. Is he? I'm pretty sure Groot was. Okay. But all I remember is that it was... What's her name? Nebula. Nebula. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nebula and, and Tony Stark are left on that planet thing or whatever. After a heartfelt scene with Peter... Oh my gosh, that's horrible. Uh, there was audible screams in our in the movie theater. Let's mm. see who else. Well, the one. Yeah, so Doctor Strange disintegrated. Yeah, just Doctor Strange. They didn't uh, show Hulk disintegrating. He last we saw he was no. thrown. Or well, not Hulk because Hulk is scared. At least that's what I think. We we can talk about that, but I think he was kind of scared to. Come you mean? Out, but are you talking about Bruce, Bruce Banner? Banner? Yeah, but mm. Bruce Banner. He was in the Hulkbuster, put into the wall, and so. That you could say that he might be dead from that. They didn't. They haven't clarified, but maybe yeah, that killed right. him just being shifted into a wall. But it's not clear. Yeah. But he wasn't disintegrated. Yeah. And did did what's her face the Black Widow? The, the black no Black Widow's still there. So is Captain America. Right. So which what's her face? The the beautiful black bald woman. Mm. Did, did she disintegrate? The one from Walking Dead. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Sorry, we need to be better with our uh, names here. Oh no, I'm, you know, I'm sure this reference makes perfect sense. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember. I can't remember either. Anyway, so who do you think is like? What do you think that meant? Or like, who do you think is actually still alive? Yeah. So for me, it, it seems pretty clear who's alive and who's dead. And, right. You know, I'm, I'm I'm open to discussion on this, and but for me, I feel like everyone who died from disintegration isn't dead and they're going to come back. If they died some other way, then they're dead. And to me, that seemed pretty obvious, even like while in the movies, like it was hard to like see them like die and stuff like that. Cause it's, you know, these characters that we've like, well, even when they, you know, quote unquote died, I'd never thought that they really died because they didn't seem like they died. They just kind of disappeared mm-hmm. in my opinion. So I never thought, Oh, they died. I just, they're gone, you know, more than anything. That's kind of how I felt. Yeah. No, and I'd say they're in the soul stone. Oh, you think so? Mm hmm. So, because, I mean, I think a lot of people have talked about how they're just going to, they're, they're just going to use a time stone to, like, reverse things, or what do you think? Mm, okay, so theories for how the Avengers are supposed to somehow win this? Wait, wait, we need to talk about, wait, we didn't talk about who we thought was dead, though. Oh, well, for me, who's dead then would be... Who, yeah, who do you think is really dead, and who do you think is going yeah, to Yeah, so be there's it? Loki, Heimdall... Are those the only two that died before the disintegration? And then well, there's Gamora. Gamora. But I also don't think she's dead. Gamora? You don't think she's dead? I don't dead? think so. Mm, okay. I mean, there's the one, two reasons. One is there's the old thing of if you didn't see them die, then they're not really dead. It, she she had an implied death of falling off the cliff, but you didn't see her die. So she's not dead. Right. And then also to kind of like meta this a little bit, there's been dis, there's been discussions for Guardians of the Galaxy 3, and the director has talked to... Zoe Zaldina, is that her? I think, yeah, I think so. But the actress that plays Gamora, and 
expressed interest in her playing a more prominent role and being more the lead character in Guardians of the Galaxy 3, mm. which would imply that she is alive. Right, right. Well, and also, we know that Spider-Man 2 mm-hmm. comes out in May of 2019, and then promptly following that in, what is it, June 2019, is a second mm-hmm. Avenger, or the fourth Avengers movie. Yeah, no, so, so. things like that. It made it clear that the disintegrated people aren't dead to me. I don't think any of them are. As well as, like, Bucky. Like, Bucky... Wait, sorry. I think I said that wrong. Avengers... The... Avengers comes out before Spider-Man. Yeah, Avengers comes out in May, and then Spider-Man comes out in June. So we know that things will be resolved before Spider-Man... The second Spider-Man comes out, and the next Black Panther, because uh, they have some more money to make, so... Right. And then then what's going to come out before the next... Infinity Wars, though, is going to be the Captain Marvel. Oh, right. And Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Ant-Man's coming out really soon. Yeah, right. In about a month or so. And then Captain Marvel is going to be, yeah, right before Infinity Wars. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, and we, and okay. we know for... Yeah, we know for Ant-Man, it's been... The director has said, and it's or it's been discussed, that it's going to take place kind of like before slash possibly during Infinity Wars. And so we might, so we will, we might get some more details of what kind of happened after Thanos snapped his fingers in that movie. Maybe not, we'll, but we'll see. I, I bet there's going to be at least something, if nothing else, in the in the end credits, kind mm-hmm. of teasing what happened. Right. And then we'll see more uh, with Wonder Woman, or not Wonder Woman, <laughs> Captain Marvel. Different universe. So, no. so uh, what were you going to say about, or what are your predictions for theories for? What's for how going? they're going to resolve it. Yeah. To me, I think it's all going to come down... It's going to rely heavily on the Soul Stone. Because, number one, I, I, I'm, I don't believe Gamora is dead. You've, 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 we've already seen her soul as it is in the Soul Stone when after Thanos snapped his fingers and he was talking to little girl Gamora. Mm. I'm pretty sure that was it. I'm, I'm positive that's, that was within the Soul Stone. And her soul is there. So, I mean, she's not dead. That's, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's where everyone else's souls went. Really? I do. Yeah. I think when he snapped his fingers that's where they were all sent and i don't think it's just going to be reversing time so then it's all been undone to me that just feels a couple of reasons one is just too it, easy it, too easy it feels kind of cheap as, yeah. as well as just oh well, we'll just pretend it never happened yeah get some better writers <laughs> i don't yeah and i don't know like you could because potentially but i don't know things just kind of get messy too and start messing with time extensively and things yeah. like that yeah. I mean, minor things of what he was doing of just kind of like changing time within the last few seconds. That doesn't get too confusing. But, you know, if we get to, I don't know, there's some weird things like Doctor Who or other things that really explore time travel and it gets really weird. Yeah. Um, well, they, but, so oh, I, oh no, okay. sorry. I'm just getting a little side rail there. But no, so I think, I don't know all the details of how, but I, but I'm guessing all the characters that are left are somehow going to find, I think they're going to go back to that world where where the Red Skull was at, which... Oh, actually, okay, as far as surprises go... Mm-hmm. I think that... Okay, that might have been a bigger surprise than Loki dying in the first scene. Um, when, they were on the, when they were on the planet where they were getting the Soul Stone and then there was death right there. Right. And then he took off his hood and revealed that it was the Red Skull. Mm-hmm. Which, just quick recap for those who, aren't, who don't remember, you're like, I, I'm not sure if you're... I remember. You, you, did, okay, you did, but yeah. But I don't was, really know who he is, but, yeah, but I was, remember when that But yeah, he was the... Oh, no, I mean, like, who he was 
prior to this. Oh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so quick refresher with that, but he was the main villain in Captain America, the first Avenger, and you saw him, you saw, again, an implied death, not actual death, and he, with the Tesseract, and he was, like, beamed off in his space with it, and so now he was death, but so I think what's left of the Avengers are going to go there. Nebula knows about that planet because Gamora and Nebula knew about that, so I think she's somehow going to share some information about that. They're going to go there, and I don't know the de much details past that, but I believe that's something of what it's going to do. And also, if it's going to follow the, the same arc loosely as they did in the comics, Nebula is going to be the person who gets the final kill. She's going to be the one that does it, that defeats Thanos. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. That's kind of fun. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of been her... Whole goal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and we were reading something else about how there might be something going on about how the Avengers that are left uh, won't remember who the Avengers mm, are that, yes. that disintegrated. And it's kind of more that they're not dead, but that they never, never existed. existed. Yeah. yeah. And this, so this was yeah fan theory we were reading about. This came from some speculation. It all comes from one line that Thanos says to, to Tony Stark after they have their fight. And Thanos kind of has a moment where he, where he expresses his, his respect to Tony Stark. He sees him like, you know, you're like a worthy adversary and you've done a lot of good and stuff like that. And he says, I hope they remember you. And the fan theory, you know, being not that, you know, just when you're like, I'm going to kill you. I hope they like put up a memorial and remember your good deeds when you're, you're dead. But, but he was literally meaning, I hope they remember you. I hope you're one of the people that don't disintegrate and go away so that you're still remembered and you're still here because you've shown that you're worthy to be one of that one of those 50%. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So, I guess to close, who do you think will die in the second part? Oh. Uh, will actually die, die. Yeah, no. I I really really expect Captain America to die. Yeah, me too. I and I, I know that was a lot of people's speculation for this one as well just because Chris Evans has expressed interest that he's wanting to move on to directing now. I think a lot of the original Avengers will will die. I think mostly because I think th th they want to. I think it's been about ten years, so you know, since the first Iron mm -hmm. Man like came out, and um, and I think a lot of the actors are are kind of done with this. And I can maybe see Captain America and Black Widow possibly. Yeah. As far as, uh, I don't know, I would be surprised relatively surprised for Tony Stark today. Yeah. Just because I think he still has a lot to play in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, and he's expressed that he really likes this, He really likes this it, and he's kind well. of taken on a mentor role for Peter Parker, and I could see him kind of, like, heading up the new, what's what happens with the, the new Avengers after this. Um, I would also be mildly surprised to see Chris Hemsworth, uh, Thor, die. Partially just because I feel like with Ragnarok, they kind of, like, finally nailed a Thor movie in a way they had it before mm. and kind of like breezed new life into his character. And I don't know. I would just be sad to kind of like see it end there, especially since I, I feel like there's still so many answered questions and plot holes. Well, plot holes isn't our word. You just, mean unanswered just, questions? Just unanswered questions, not plot holes. Yeah. Left with the Asgardians. Mm. Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't know. I, I hope that... But, you know, I could maybe see Bruce Banner dying as well. Yeah. I know that a lot of those those actors are are a little burnt out, and you know after a while, 
yeah, you get ty- years. you get typecasted, I think, and that's the only role people I think remember you in at some point. So and I don't know if that would necessarily happen with these actors because I would say like they're pretty well rounded. It's not like this is their first role that they've ever done. Um, you know what I mean? They they were doing other things before. Yeah, this, I mean so. for for some of them, like I mean for some of them for sure, like Robert Downey Jr. or Scarlett Johansson. Was was she doing a lot? Yeah, she's been a lot of stuff before. Oh, okay. This, so. But then also like Benedict Cumberbatch, but he's he's more recent. So I mean I yeah I, I mean I'm I'm positive he's coming back. But like he's done a lot. Right. Chris Evans has done a bit. I mean this was definitely his like his this has been his biggest role by far. Right. But he's but he's done a little bit before. So do you have any final thoughts about Avengers: Infinity War? Like uh, what would you want someone to know going into this movie? Oh man, I still feel like there's so much I want to talk about with this. It's just such a big thing. Like we haven't even gotten into talking about Captain Marvel, but you know. Maybe we'll save that discussion for another time. I got nothing. I got nothing. No, I think I, I just yeah, I've got nothing. I'd say just listen to our conversation and. Uh, I would say mentally prepare yourself for the worst because I think that's what the the worst part about when we saw it is that I was not prepared mentally for what was going to happen. Oh, uh, we were better than most of the people in the theater. I'd say though. Yeah, I probably. <laughs> But we, we didn't really see any audible gasps. So I don't think we <laughs> shed any tears. Right. But but I guess just brace yourself for... It was just really intense the whole time. And it, I could almost not handle it. So I think I'm getting to the point. I saw it, you know, opening night. I think I'm finally getting to the point where I could see it again. So. Oh, man. I would I would have been fine watching it right after the next show. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. It was too much. Uh, it's super, super high stress kind of high intensity and it's broken up with moments of jokes and things like that but super high intensity movie so that wraps up our discussion for avengers infinity wars if you liked our if you like this discussion and want to hear more and want to give us your thoughts make sure to follow us on twitter at sarah higley with 1h19 yeah and you can you can check out out what i'm doing on twitter as well at Hilo monster and then monster spelled with a zero and uh you can tweet us your thoughts about what you think of this podcast and if you could rate and review us on apple Podcasts, that would be great as well so then other people can find us so thanks for listening and we'll see you next time take care